welcome to the first episode of the Battlefront podcast. I'm your host Daniel, I'm the founder and admin of the Battlefront page and website, and I'm joined here today by Rob. My name's Rob, I, uh, I'm a pretty avid gamer and uh, play a lot of Battlefront, and um, also a lifelong Star Wars fan, I uh, just have a lot of knowledge about Legends and Canon as well. Thank you for joining Rob, now let's go over to Solo a Star Wars Story. What were your first thoughts when you saw the solo trailer up? My first thoughts were really just, uh, I don't know, I was, I mean, I'm excited about it for sure. Love Star Wars. Kind of uh, iffy about it coming out so soon after The Last Jedi. Um, it makes me feel like The Last Jedi wasn't as important as they made it out to be. Because it's like, okay, here's Last Jedi, then, you know, Memorial Day, which is pretty much the beginning of the summer. Um, they're just, you know, throwing another movie at us. So I don't know what to really think about that, but it looks good. Yeah. I know what you mean. Mm -hmm. It seems a bit rushed for the money. I could have done that on uh, Christmas way better. The thing also with this movie is it's, it's going to be a heist movie and it seems a little bit weird kind of Star Wars movie we've never seen before. But that doesn't make it a bad, bad movie per se. I mean, just no lightsabers should make it a bad movie. Yeah, I mean, well, with Rogue One, this is the first Star Wars story movie. Um, I, honestly, I liked the movie. I didn't like their choice of lead actress and actor. Mm. Um, I'm kind of worried that same thing with this one. I've never, you know, I, I want to like the guy that they picked to play Han, yeah. but I don't know. We'll see how it turns out. Yes. I didn't. I didn't know him actually. I I haven't seen a movie from him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've I've never seen him in anything else that I can remember. Thing, the thing is with uh, with this movie is that uh, with with Rogue One we had the we didn't see it coming. At least I didn't see Vader coming, but it it could have happened, you know, because Rogue One wasn't mentioned in the original trilogy. Anything could happen, but. Now, because mm -hmm. if I remember correctly, Darth Vader didn't know Solo and Solo in Empire Strikes Back and A New Hope, there was no chance of Vader uh, meeting Han Solo or or encountering him. Yeah. So that makes it like, so what I, are the stakes if it hasn't anything to do with the big picture? So I just pulled up Aiden and Rake. Enrique? Yeah, Alden uh, Alden Enrique, if I'm not mistaken. Alden, yeah. So, I'm looking at his movies. I've never seen any of these movies that he's in. You know, so he's not a very nice to me. I mean, he might be somewhere else. Well, to be honest, nobody from the new Star Wars movies are that, are that famous. At least, not I haven't seen them. Donald Glover's playing Lando. Okay. That's going to be, that's a good choice. I, that's a, to me, that's a really good... Uh, yeah. I like that. They're pretty good. They picked him. What do you think of the villain? Of um, how far have you seen him? I watched the trailer again for like the third or fourth time. It doesn't really even show you really much about him. He looks like maybe some kind of bounty hunter or something. I don't think that he's Bane. I don't think that he's a force user mm -hmm. at all. I think he's just a scumbag. That's trying to kill Han Solo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because he owes him money or something. Yeah. But Pearl seems very good. The, 
I just hope that the thing they're gonna steal from the train called the Convex, if I'm pronouncing that right, um, that that it has something to do with the Star Wars movies. Let it be uh, something from Palpatine or or agents, agent beings that we know of um, that are just put there as a reference or, or a connection to the to the Star Wars saga. Well, this is going to be the deciding factor whether they make uh, a Kenobi movie or uh, you know and these other um, origin films, I guess you could call them. Um, they're supposed to be pretty casted Ewan McGregor to play Obi-Wan in the Kenobi movie that they're supposedly making. Yeah. I mean, but if this if this is really a testing out movie for future uh, character based movies, they should have started with Kenobi or someone else who was more interesting. Cause that was their intention for it to be that. I don't be that that movie that tested that, that feels the waters out. I think that it's basically just you know if it fails, then it fails, and they might not make another movie like that again. You know, yeah, because I know what you mean, but like uh, from first from first thought, I I'm not that interested in a movie about hands origins. Well, it attract it attracts multiple crowds. It'll, it'll attract the older generation that for the original G, and then. Because what I, what I noticed from, from after Disney took Star Wars over is that the the amount of 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 uh, things about the prequel saga or the prequel era, for that matter, is so so uh, minimal. It is like they don't want to make things from the prequels because it, because it failed in most fans' eyes, but. Um, that that the prequels failed doesn't mean doesn't have to say that the era of the of the timeline is bad. I mean, the I wouldn't say the prequels failed. Um, I'm not saying they're the best movies out there because they're definitely not. But mm -hmm. they did do what they were supposed to do as far as leading up yeah. to the original trilogy. Um, how they did it, I mean, to be honest with you. I, I liked the first movie, I liked the second movie, and I liked the third movie. Did I love them? No. Cause are there things that they could change to make them better? Absolutely. But they didn't. I don't think they failed. Yeah, the thing is, is that, um, is that the prequels might not be that great from a critical point of view, but I, I really liked, I really liked the, the lore and the, and the things behind it. That that made it. I mean, the if if the if the movies didn't didn't happen, gotta think about it like this. If they didn't happen, we wouldn't. We probably wouldn't have the Clone Wars TV series. We probably wouldn't have a well, bunch of. I, I don't really like the Clone Wars TV series. To be honest with you, um, I liked episodes from it. I think that they should have made the Clone Wars into a movie. I think they should have done. Uh, a live yeah. instead of doing Attack of the Clones, having that about the Clone Wars and not the beginning of the Clone Wars, but the Clone Wars. Like, yeah. you know, I don't think they should have made it into a cartoon. I don't agree with that. Yeah. I enjoy Rebels, though. Rebels is a good show. I've been watching that. I'm not quite caught up on it yet, but I think it's a pretty good show. 
but I didn't really I didn't really like the Clone Wars show. I'm watching it now for the first time. I'm now just past the episode where Obi Wan uh, dies and becomes this bounty hunter, and uh, with assassination attempt on no, sorry the the capture attempt of uh, Palpatine on Naboo. Oh, those, yeah. those, epi- those episodes are really great and and at the, the, the Mortis episodes from from season three if I'm if I'm correct, those should have been a movie. Like that was great content. That was that was so good. And Legends went way further with Mortis, if I'm correct, with Abeloth that the Mortis family kept her there and it became the most dangerous or most uh, <coughs> most powerful being in the whole Star Wars universe. That was the thing they kept there. And that is so interesting. She went, uh, she lived for thousands of years and only Luke Skywalker killed her or something. It's she. She could kill people from the other side of the galaxy with the force. I mean, that's overpowered as hell. Yeah, but see, I mean, I just I don't know. I just feel like uh, if you were to not know what Star Wars was, and then go mm-hmm. and watch the first three movies, episodes one, two, and three, you would be absolutely confused. Unless you watch the Clone Wars TV series, if you're not, mm-hmm. if you're new to it, you're not, you know. And I think that they should have just made that do a movie instead of a cart, a kids' cartoon. You know. Yeah, there are some there are some things though in that TV series that is totally not for children. I mean, there are scenes where where Anakin goes all dark and force chokes a prisoner. There are there are uh, things with Savage Savage Oppress, which I find pretty brutal. For, for a childish cartoon series. No, and I get that, but it's still considered a kid show, you know. I mean, uh, Grievous, in in episode 3, to me, um, he wasn't necessary. Like, um, well, he maybe he was. So they made the Clone show. Then they made the Clone show, and then he was necessary. Yeah. And they, they, they made him necessary from that show. But uh, don't forget, between, I believe in 2003, between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith, they had a cartoon TV series, which uh, was called The Clone Wars for three seasons or or one year or something. But that had Grievous, Ventress, Dooku. Well, they they had, that was the beginning of it. And they had a movie too, I'm pretty sure, a cartoon movie. Yeah, that, that was that TV series. I don't know if it was that popular by the time, but that explains uh, the threat of Grievous and uh, many other things that seems a bit off in Revenge of the Sith. And I mean, I, I just... Know, I, those prequel movies, I just think that they... Uh, they paid too much attention to Padme and Anakin's love story. Yeah. Um, they did wait when... Way, I mean, we get it. They loved each other. You know, they mm-hmm. loved their lot. And they had kids. Like, they, but they just, I think they just kind of dragged that on, pounded it into the heads of the fans. 
Yeah. They went way too far with Attack of the Clones. The Tatooine, I, th I thought it was pretty good how, how Anakin turned dark because of his mother. But then when he gets to Padme, his rage is so cringy. How he, how he, I mean, if you, you almost think that that's just made to be a meme. Yeah, this is, okay, what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to tell you guys how I think the prequels should have gone. Now, this is purely my opinion. Um, here's, here's how I think they should have gone. Should have started off with the first movie, pod racing, Anakin leaving with Qui-Gon, all that good stuff right there. Skip all the Gungan BS. Um, and then the fight with Darth Maul at the end. And and then the beginning of the Clone Wars. Like, you know, Qui-Gon dying about halfway through the movie. Mm -hmm. Then going into 10 years later, or however long later, until Anakin's grown up, and going into the beginning of the Clone Wars. The second movie should have been the actual Clone Wars. All right. Um, focusing a little bit, yeah, on Padme and his love life, you know, but it should have been about the war. The third yeah. movie was, it was, it was done fairly well. Um, yeah. I don't really have anything that I would change in the third movie other than adding in a couple of scenes that are actually deleted scenes with, uh, yeah. Igon's ghost with Yoda. I think mm -hmm. that was a very important scene. They also... They also deleted a scene with Yoda and Dagobah, which I think that was like 10 seconds, and that would have been pretty great if they would have shown that transition over to Dagobah. And uh, there was a scene with Shiak T, if I'm not mistaken, that she has been captured by Grievous, and um, Obi-Wan and Anakin try to save her, and she dies by the hands of Grievous. And that gives some kind of... Um, some kind of urge to kill Grievous. That's what I'm saying. Like, if they would have made the Clone Wars movie about the Clone Wars, then it would have had Grievous in it, you know? Yeah. So, but coming into the third one, they're introducing us to a new character that's never been seen that we're supposed to believe be believing is this big old bad robot, and then he just runs away in the first scene. You know, like, I feel like they really underplayed his character until they came out with the Clone Wars TV show, obviously, and kind of explained who he was. But I must say, though, watching the Clone Wars, the Grievous is... They forced Grievous in this character who always runs because he can't die because of what they did in Revenge of the Sith. I think um, it would have been... It takes away the tense of the Clone Wars TV series a lot, because you know that he can't die. You know who else we would have seen, though, if uh, if they would have made it like that and the movies would have been the Clone War movie? We would have seen android-legged Darth Maul on the big screen. And that oh. would, you know, <laughs> would love to see him again. <laughs> or Rex, or Ahsoka, for the matter. Yeah, I mean, all these great characters from the show would just have made su such a better impact on the fans on the big screen, you know? Yeah. Hey, but you never know. J.J. Uh, Abrams has said that episode 9 will combine uh, the, the prequels, the original trilogy, and the sequels all together. So he could be revealing some interesting stuff then. Warning. Uh, 
From this moment forward, there will be huge borders discussed from the last Jedi concerning Snoke. In about six minutes, we will be done with this topic and go over to the new announced movies and much more. That would be awesome. Um, I think it's going to have to do with Snoke, to be honest with you. Yeah. For sure. I don't think he's dead. A lot of people, you know, there's there's a split. There's a split between the community of whether people think he's dead and people think he's not dead. It's crazy. Yeah. If Luke can transmit himself across the galaxy and Snoke is all powerful, like he's way more powerful than Luke is, you know, yeah. I feel like he should, he would be able to do it too. And it's a Sith power. That's actually a dark side power. I think he projected himself across the galaxy like Luke did. I, I think it was way too easy for him to die that way. And J.J. Um, Abrams brought him into the series and he even that J.J. Abrams was going to bring him out of the series. So, you know, and J.J. Abrams is directing this next movie. So I think that he's still alive and he's still a factor in the movies. Yeah, you know what What really gets me is that there is this concept art of, of The Last Jedi in which we see uh, Luke Skywalker meditating on Ecto, but behind him is a Sith ghost. So that means they had, at some point, the idea of turning in a Sith ghost, so mm -hmm. that 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 leaves oh, that leaves the, the the opportunity and the and the option available that it could happen. That they didn't do it doesn't mean they won't do well, it. I, mean, I don't know if you know much about that, like force projection power. Um, it actually is like I said before, is a dark side power. It actually kills the the user when the projection is destroyed. Um, now, I think that obviously Snoke is powerful enough to not die if his projection is destroyed. But you see that Luke died and became one with the Force because his projection died. Um, and that's actually, you know, I don't know if that's Legends or, or if that's canon, but that's what I found on the power itself. But don't forget that in Legends, in the, in the, Knights, of the, in the, in the Knights of the Old Republic, you had this figure called... Darth Vidyat, the, the Sith Emperor, who lived for thousands of years uh, because he could transfer, uh, amongst others, he could transfer his mind and his consciousness into a, into a body and, um, and, he absorbed, and he absorbed the force from an entire planet and that gave him strength to go from. So, are you thinking that that's Snoke? Yeah, I mean... He could have he could have transferred into another body when he died. Um, I never actually really even thought about that because <laughs> I always just you know I I think that uh, well since that's legends now it might not be Snoke but it might be where they got the idea for him from. Yeah, you know, um, but I think that Snoke is the Wills one of the Wills. There was one of the Wills who had uh, reached um, the power of unlimited life and immortality. And he was cast from the the wills. And I think what is his wills thing, though? I've heard something about that. Lucas once uh, thought of that they that he would make the wills as a force entity. What is it? The wills of the force are the ones who record everything that happens in the galaxy, and they're like the most powerful force users in the galaxy. Don't forget, is that episode nine is called. At least the production title is called Black Diamond. And 
that and snow wore a black diamond ring which was forged from the from the from the caves below Darth Vader's castle on Mustafar. So that could mean that he's not dead, that they go for to Mustafar from for some reason, or that there is a power in inside the the ring which which Kylo takes on and becomes the the emperor or of some kind. Well, you had a really good point with the. Uh the transferring of the soul or the, the essence of somebody that could very well be what Snoke is planning to do with Kylo Ren and using Kylo Ren as a vessel for himself, you know, and making, that's why he needs him to be at full power and full potential. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't think for sure that we see the last of Snoke, but I think Disney is also just focusing on the wrong things. I mean, they they could way better write a book about Snoke than the than the backstory of Cantu Bite. I mean, if they if they would make a book which was called Snoke, I would instantly pre-order that. Well, I mean, I would love to to just read or watch the history of Snoke. I just think that Snoke's not dead, man. I'm I'm really excited to see the the third movie in this trilogy. Like, I want to see it all come together. I mean, and. And I was also seeing this 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 theory is that the movie The Last Jedi is all about balance, um, the the balance from Rey and and Kylo, the destruction of Anakin's lightsaber, all those things lead up to the balance. But now now that Luke died, he was like the big lightsider, and uh, and Snoke died. Uh, but what if they both died and are both in the in the dimension of the ghosts and can have some s sort of influence to to the ones who are still alive? I think I'm pretty sure Luke's gonna be in the third movie of this trilogy. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. pretty sure he's. Confirmed. I mean, they're gonna do some kind of Force Ghost thing, probably, uh, like they did with Yoda in this one, um, which I really I really loved that scene. I'm glad that they brought Yoda. Now with Snoke, they could they could do a forced ghost battle with with Luke and and Snoke. That'd be interesting. Let's go over to the to the new Star Wars movies that have been announced earlier this week. Uh, On Tuesday, the Disney has revealed that uh, a new Star Wars film series will be written and directed by the creators of the Game of Thrones TV series, David Benioff and DB and DB Wise. They will be separate from the Skywalker Saga and Ryan Johnson's movie trilogy. So yeah, Game of Thrones and Star Wars. They could make a new saga about the old public. Yeah, for sure. Definitely, uh, Christ, if... If Disney would make the decision to make an entire new saga about the old public. The amount of fans they would get from that—that's—that's just. I mean, if they put insane. the same effort that they put into Game of Thrones, because I love Game of Thrones, if they put that kind of effort into it, then I will for sure enjoy them. Um, I think that they did a great job with Game of Thrones. I can't wait for the final season. <laughs> or if you think about it, uh, Darth Bane book series. Darth Bane is canon, and 
in the book series there is this big war going on between the Jedi and the Sith which could be incredibly good portrayed by the ones who made the Game of Thrones TV series. But I'm also wondering, have they started filming any of them yet? No, 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 I don't think so. Personally, I think that um, after episode 9, we will have or a few years of rest, but I don't think Disney can do that. So either we, we are going to have a new Star Wars story, anthology movies like Kenobi and Boba Fett, well, I believe they they all planned out. I believe they already have it. I've seen that they have all the movies, what years they're coming out. Let me look up that real quick. Well, they haven't showed, really confirmed anything after episode 9, really. I think. So the December 20th, 2019 is the release date for the last in this trilogy. And Skywalker Saga, if I'm not mistaken. In this, yeah. Um, so... Anthology film is set for 2020 about Boba Fett. Is that confirmed? Yeah. Then we'll get an Obi-Wan movie too, perhaps the third Star Wars anthology film. But then they got Ryan Johnson's trilogy as well. Yeah, and I think they're going to do, they might be doing one year Ryan Johnson trilogy, then uh, anthology movie, and then the Game of Thrones creators Star Wars movie. Yeah, in each trilogy. And if and if they do that, you're nine years further away. And by that time, if they're not done yet. <laughs> they have it lined up for years in the future. They're going to be making some serious hula on this. Yeah. Because you got to think they're coming out with... They're coming out with movies. They're coming out with toys. They're coming out with games. They're coming out with all this stuff. TV shows. It's crazy. Yeah. But you know it's really funny when uh Lucas was filming uh A New Hope everyone around him even the actors themselves hated the movie. They said this is going to fail, it's not going to go anywhere and now look at it. You know, 2018. It is the best selling franchise of all time. And if I'm not mistaken they managed to get 50 billion dollars in 50 years. And only ten billion of that is from the movies itself, so that's just that's just forty billion at merchandise right there. That is pretty insane. <laughs> yeah. Sector is clear. Not clear. Not clear. So now over to Star Wars Battle Two. What do you think of it? Yeah, the game. I and I and I honestly like the balance changes that they've been making to it. Um, mm -hmm. I think that they're doing a really good job with it, even based on, you know, the the early stuff that happened with it, with the microtransactions yeah, and all crazy. that stuff. One to me is much better at the first Battlefront as far as everything. Um, and they're overhauling the progression system now, so when they come out with that update, it'll be hopefully really, really big and really nice. The problem with this Battlefront is, is that the replay value isn't really there. I mean, it's still fun to play, but... The, the progression system is based off um, of things you buy with the, with the currency you get from playing the objective or things like that. You, For example, I, I haven't even unlocked Leia and I am rank 12 with her. So, so that just doesn't make any sense. I mean, yeah. That, like I said, once the next progression system comes out, 
it's gonna be How great. are they gonna do that? Wait for that? If people, some people have already ranked everything up. I mean, I'm sure you're not. I don't think you're gonna lo like lose your level. I don't know why they would. What they'll probably do is they'll probably raise the level cap. Mm -hmm. They're not gonna adjust the experience you get. They're just gonna adjust the credit system, and they're probably gonna adjust how you level up each class. Adding ways to get cards for your classes and adding cards to the game as well. Um, they're basically, what they're going to do is they're going to make it so that the microtransactions are for cosmetic items and the progression system is the progression system. It'll be separate, which will make the game 10 more balanced. Yeah, um, but they, but you got to watch out with that because they, they follow the community a lot. Like, if you get a lot of people saying they hate Darth Vader because he's too overpowered or something like that. You've seen it with the heavy. People complained about that a lot and they've over-nerfed it. Like, you shoot it and within 5 seconds the supercharged sentry runs out. And now they got a they got a buff. Yeah, they definitely rendered my favorite class use now. That heavy got my main and... It just sucks now. Yeah, they <laughs> said they said that in the next update in February, so that's coming within the next couple of weeks, they are going to buff uh, the uh, supercharged sentry again. Good, because they over nerfed it. You're right; they absolutely did. I don't really get the the backlash that Battlefront Two gets for its DLC. I mean, uh, the game was out for less than a whole month, and we had DLC. Their DLCs, and, and they're supposed to be releasing more this spring or summer. Yeah. Compared to other EA games like Battlefield 1, you know, their DLC schedule is actually really good. Um, like, they're about to release a new game mode. What's the cargo? Something? No, Jetpack Cargo. Jetpack. It's oh. going to be temporary, yeah, though. Yeah, but so. they also hinted at it, not at it as it being added in as a permanent game mode eventually. Because right now they're just testing it. This is like a test yeah, for it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm excited to play that. Makes <laughs> play something new. Yeah, on, you know, you and know. also you know, Battlefield One had DLC in what four or five months. It was six months before their first yeah. DLC came and, out, and and that game is out now for two years, no, one and a half years, so to say. And they have now three or four DLC packs. I think they're about to come out with their fourth one. And Battlefield Two is going to be supported for an, at least. Until the end of 2019. But you know what? As well, um, another in another update, or part of the new update that's going to come out this coming month, is uh, they're unlocking all the maps for arcade mode and adding a new game mode in arcade. So I don't know how much you guys play arcade. I personally love arcade mode. Um, I play it with my buddies all the time. And the fact that they're going to be adding all the maps... From here on out to the arcade mode, yeah. and they're going to be adding all the ones that aren't on there now to it. That's a really big step for me for them because that's awesome. That's a great thing that they are doing with that. They uh, messed up with uh, create at the beginning. I mean, just only making it a map for Galactic Assault was a big mistake, I think. Yes, I agree with that. <laughs> but they're going to make, with the new update, apparently a Heroes vs. Villains map version of it and all the other game modes except for Starfighter so that's gonna be interesting to see where they go with heroes I'm just like I said I'm excited to I'm excited to play great on arcade I'm excited to play 
the new game mode. I'm I'm just really excited about everything that they have planned for this yeah. game. Is they they care about the community and want to listen to us. Well, that was it for today, guys. Thank you for listening to our first podcast episode. May the force be with you, and I will see you all next time.